Hi, my name is Jamie, and I'm your average 20-something trying to find my own way to be creative, get shit done, and find happiness. I don't have everything figured out, but I've learned a little bit about getting into a flow and manifesting abundance in my years on this earth, and I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. I know it's just the beginning, but today is as good as any other day to learn something new. So put on a cup of tea, sit down with me, and let's chat about some of the things that make this life so fantastic. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I have someone with me today. Hi, it's me, Franz. You don't like calling me Franz. You call me babe, but I am her babe. Hi. (laughs) Yes, so this is my boyfriend. You've heard about him quite a lot. You might have seen him on Instagram quite a bit. Car content, good life content, Jamie content. Jamie content. Yes, so we are here and we are here to talk about why aesthetic is everything. Um, A bit of background about why he's here is I feel like a lot of the time when we have conversations where I go on long-winded rants about things that end up on the podcast, I tend to say pretty smart things. So I figured, why not just do that here? Mm, Hello. I also think that you have a bit of insight into my thought process about why aesthetic is everything. Uh, Yes, you have a clean room. You always have very nice outfits. Thank you. (laughs) And if it doesn't look good, like... mm... We're going to talk about that. Oh, really? We're going to talk about that. Okay. Um, but no, I think you also have your own version of, like, why aesthetic is everything, like, in your own life. Yes, it could be something as simple as, like... Your car. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, there could be a lot of comparison to skate and car content, because... That's fine. That's, uh, that's I'm my not, repertoire. I'm no stranger to to car, skate. skate. Or don't. So I think where I want to start... I, I originally was going to call this, um, this podcast why lo-fi beats literally changed my life and we are going to talk about lo-fi beats because that kind of sparked part of this and one of my ideas about all this was like what is aesthetic let's start with like what is aesthetic to you because google and and miriam webster have their own definitions that i think don't apply to the way that we colloquially and i mean like we as a population currently use the word aesthetic but what do you what would you define as aesthetic? Cuz I have an I have my own definition that I feel like I've cultivated. See, I haven't cultivated it. Usually in my age group, I've just used aesthetic in the meme context. Can I hear the definition real quick? Well, I I made this up, but okay. I think that aesthetic is the ability of an image, a sound or any sensory experience to evoke a specific emotion or create a specific environment. Yes. I feel like that perfectly describes what aesthetic is because I think that using the definition that is more traditionally associated with the word aesthetic to describe why people love aesthetic so much it makes it seem very frivolous when it's not Mm -hmm. aesthetic is more than just the way something looks it's how it makes you feel see I still can't think of a definition I can only think of examples I guess well give me some examples then okay so this happens a lot. I have an eclectic mix of Spotify music mm-hmm. and my car is from 95. So let's say I'm playing, you know, an old hip hop song, yeah. the gang star or 
very controversial topic, Weezer and my 90s car. (laughs) It evokes a 90s aesthetic, which I very much enjoy. And you're with me, so I'm assuming Mm -hmm. you kind of enjoy it. I do enjoy it. But I feel like that's a really good point that um, aesthetic, the the way that we kind of feel about it and think about it has more in common with like mood or vibe, you know, I'm trying to not say vibe ironically or anything, but like, but it has more to do with like those ideas and terms more than just like the way that something looks because I have had a relationship with my aesthetic for, for the (laughs) longest time. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you know, you've known me forever. You know, I always have had like a really specific looking Instagram, like ever since I was pretty young and like, I've always, like, I, I would dye my hair, like, weird color. I Like, I cultivated a really specific aesthetic in my whole life. Yeah. You're going, like, for a look where everything kind of blends together and everything. You look at, like, I don't know, five random pictures on your Instagram, and you can, like, kind of associate that with just you. Yeah. Like, it, it's a big culmination. Is that a word? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> where... It's hard to describe. I think that's the point of aesthetic, too, is that it's hard to describe. But I'm going to pull a quote from regular car reviews. Um, oh, I didn't know this. Okay. <laughs> because, okay, well, we were we were talking about, like, the video we watched earlier today. Um, my car or the, the, the Japanese van? Yeah, the Mitsubishi Delica for you car heads out there. Yeah, so we were watching this video about the Mitsubishi Delica, and he starts talking about aestheticism. And the thing that stood out to me was... Um, where you are so much your work that your life itself becomes a work of art. I know that that, that, that whole idea is, like, it has more to it in, in, a, in a more academic artistic sense that doesn't exactly apply to the, like, life philosophy that I'm talking about, but I think that it does ring true that when you're intentional about your aesthetic and when you make your whole life feel like art and you feel like you're living in a world that you idealize it makes everything better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I work so much better. I feel like I write so much better. I feel like I create so much better. I am in a better mood and I am happier when I feel like everything looks nice, everything feels nice, everything smells nice, everything sounds great. You know what I mean? Where I create a positive sensory experience. See, like, I'm not as, I guess, insightful as you. So, like, what you just said, oh, thank you. <laughs> what you just said, it kind of reminds me, I like at a base level, it's like um, my environment and what I do see around me, it kind of affects how I perform. For example, like on the occasion, if I do have, like when I was in school and I studied, I really like to go to the library. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about this. Yeah. Continue. Or um, if I'm in the mood to skate, like, yeah, I can go skate like alone on my, like, on my driveway or something, but... I'd rather go, you know, to the skate park where there's ramps, someone be playing, like, cool music, there's other skaters around, and, like, it gets you going. Yeah, I feel like that's a really great example of the way that I feel like my very extreme way of looking at things can be applied to, like, people in in real life, as if I don't exist in real life, but just the, the, you know, people who would rather study in the library, where you work better in the library, because it's a more comparable environment to doing what you want to do, or wanting to go skate at the skate park, because it's a more comparable environment to doing what you want to do. Like, aside from, like, the fact that there's, you know, resources there that might not be available to you in your house or something, like, you can skate on fixtures where you can't do that in your driveway or whatever but aside from that I just mean like the actual environment and how it makes you feel Mm -hmm. like what's on the outside could positively affect 
your inside and how you perform. Well, yeah, I think that there's something to be said for making your environment somewhere that encourages you to do the things that you want to do. That I've always kind of had some unconscious awareness of the fact that, like, things that look, feel, etc. in a way that makes me feel good will make the rest of my life better. But I feel like only recently have I began to create, like, a mood and environment with my life that's really intentional Mm -hmm. using that because I feel like, I feel like what made me really conscious of that Mm -hmm. is lo-fi beats. Explain, elaborate. Lo-fi beats to study to. I will link playlists and radio stations in the description because I have many. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And you were the one who introduced me to lo-fi beats. At first, I didn't like anything. I I really was not the type of person who listened to stuff in order to study or work or whatever. I would listen to like chakra meditation music, which I've actually recently gotten back into a little bit, but lo-fi is mostly where where I land now. I feel like when I started listening to lo-fi beats like constantly because I I wanted to sort of block out some of the the white noise of like the world pretty recently and I wanted to you know not exist in like an environment of just trying to work among noise but trying to work like with some intentional sound and I was like what kind of sound is going to put me in the mood to be productive at work I work from home and be productive in my creative life and I remember that you were talking about lo-fi beats Yes. From a different perspective, let me just tell you how I got into lo-fi beats. Like, how did I, you get into lo-fi beats? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, just me as a person, like, I can't really do silence too well. My mind kind of wanders and everything. And um, if I would, you know, if I was in the library or something trying to do work, um, music with lyrics kind of distracted me. Like, yeah, I feel, like that's, I feel like that is, like, the main thing that people talk about with lo-fi beats and why it's so, why it works so well is because it's... It's consistent. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have words. Yeah. And it sets a specific mood. The, specific, the mood, indeed. So this is going to be like a side tangent. So <laughs> I listen to like a lot of crazy music, like the lo-fi beats, my skate music, whatever. Um, but that's gonna something that's going to relate to this is video game music. Because it's, it's scientifically made to like, let's say something crazy in a video game is happening. It's going to be like faster um tempo like a little bit crazier instruments and stuff like that and i can apply that same logic to lo-fi beats it's relaxing it's calm it's um you know it has instruments and stuff that i personally like Mm -hmm. and it's that mood that mood because yeah if i am listening to lo-fi beats i'm probably doing something i don't particularly want to do most really? likely study study okay. uh, not, uh like studying is the main I example i can think of when did we ever study <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, studying's for i'm just kidding no 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 no. <laughs> stay in school my college degree on the wall she can't hear you um but no i feel like because that's the thing is like the mood like the specific mood is like the it factor that like really that really sends it because you could just listen to white noise mm-hmm. which which to be honest I like an occasional natural white noise. You know what I mean? Like like when it's raining outside. Or like water flowing. Or like water flowing, like that kind of stuff. Oof. I, I don't mean like natural, like as in I play it from my phone, it sounds natural. I mean like naturally occurring in my life. Okay. So like when I'm outside, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, so what's your favorite? Your No, your favorite. Campfire yeah. popping. Oh yeah, campfire. I love campfire. 
That's an aesthetic. See, yeah, that is an aesthetic because because campfire. I also am obsessed with campfire smell. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with campfire smell. All this is to say, I have like a very specific philosophy about why the aesthetic is everything to me and like how it works in my life and why it's more than just, I guess, an idea and why it is actually sort of a life philosophy. And you've heard this before. Um, mm. we've, we talk about this, like, you have a playlist for it too. It's the idea that you should romanticize your own life. I, I, I feel like this needs a little bit of explaining what, what I mean by romanticize your own life. And I want this to exist outside of the apparent trend that's apparently going on on TikTok called I'm the main character or something like that. That's like a trend or something for, for kids. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. And I don't really... <laughs> well, I've heard, I, I heard about it and apparently it's not exactly like a positive thing. Apparently it's like a problematic Gen Zers are doing, at least to my understanding, because I remember... Uh, it kind of applies to, like, romanticizing things that perhaps shouldn't be romanticized. Like, mental illness, for example. Oh, okay. Or, like, like that kind of stuff. So I'm not talking about that. I'm 100% not talking about that. If, if that's what it means. I'm old, so, like, I don't know. You're not um, old, um, <laughs> by that comparison. I'm six feet under. So what I mean when I say that you should, like, romanticize your own life, I don't, I don't want to negate everything I just said, but, like, treat yourself like, the main character of whatever type of thing you like, of whatever type of thing you, like, wish you want to be a part of, just, like, make yourself the main character of that. Like, we do that to other people all the time. Like, unconsciously, we romanticize the lives of, like, people that we don't know, people that we do know. We make up stories in our head about why other people have the life that we want and, like, what they look like when they're all alone or whatever, like, what what their time alone looks like, what their whole life looks like. And we don't do that to ourselves because, honestly, of low self-esteem. I, I think that no other reason besides that. I don't know. I think that there's something really powerful about romanticizing your own image in the way that you would somebody else that you might be jealous of. Like, mm-hmm. Get yourself a cute cup of coffee. Clean your room. Here's a really good example. Like, when you watch, like, shows or, like, you see, like, Instagram posts or something like that and you see someone's room and it's, like, so cool and you're like, well, I can't have a room like that because I'm a regular person. It's like, why why not, though? People do. They post it on Instagram. Like, those places are real. Like, why can't you have one of them? I have a room that looks like that. Sure. It's totally possible. <laughs> yeah, you helped me start my little, my yeah. little project. When we started dating, one of the first things we did, she put fairy lights in my room. Yeah, I put, I put, um, <laughs> I put fairy lights, like mm-hmm. the little twinkle lights. And your room looks so cute. Mm-hmm. Like, And I added to it because that kind of like got a little yeah, fire in me going. I have my corkboard of Hot Wheels. I got to mention that at least a couple times. And mm-hmm. I also have a... If you don't mention them, they'll disappear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, on top of the Hot Wheels, I also have um, some cool art pieces from my mom, some like uh, that little candle thing on the each side yeah, of the mirror, yeah. and my favorite, um, two of my favorite skateboards, which have really cool graphics on them, which uh, the graphics Shout are. Shout out to Jerry Sue. Yeah, muy bonito, yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, so that's what I mean, is like when you see like somebody who's wearing like a really cool outfit or something like that, or someone who has a really cool room like on Instagram, and you're like, oh, I wish that I could do that, but I'm not the kind of person who does that. It's like, no, like you can be the kind of person who does that. Like you, what's stopping you? Nothing. That's, that's what's, that's what's stopping you is you like, you do have the power to like, you know, 
put yourself in, like, a cute environment, like, what you think is, like, the perfect environment, and, like, get yourself, like, the cute cup of coffee or whatever, but I think the most important thing of, like, giving yourself all of those things is to think about yourself and to think about your relationship to those things like it's something special. It is something special. The only reason you don't think it's not special is because you see it every day when in actuality, whatever, like, cool things you might have, it's still pretty cool. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Like, I try never to take for granted, like, the fact that I've given myself a really cool space to exist in. Mm -hmm. Like, I wake up every day and I'm like, and I look around my room and I'm like, I love this environment. You know what I mean? And I think that there's something really powerful in that. Very powerful. I park my car and I look at it twice, not because I think it got stolen, but I like it. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it can make you happier, you know? I just thought of something and I... What did you think of? How aesthetic is everything? So I spend like a good chunk of time and effort on how my car looks, like replacing like a few like panels, paint, cool wheels and stuff. But if you think about it, my car, it's an appliance. I spend 95% of my time with my car in my car I don't see any of that but Mm -hmm. it's still there and it looks really good and it makes me feel good yeah because it makes you happy I you see like that's the thing is like everything in in the world can technically be no more than its utilitarian purposes Mm -hmm. like your clothes your car your bedroom like the food you eat honestly like everything you could have a really bland relationship with all those things or you can just take a little bit of extra time and effort and make those things into pieces of your life that make you happy. Yeah. So so I feel like that's so powerful and so fun and it makes everything in my life better. Like I I don't have to do any of that stuff. And you know, there will be people out there and I know that this is an attitude that that some people have where it's like where it doesn't matter or it's just for vanity's sake, but it's like you have to have those things anyway. Why not enjoy them? Mhm. Like, you have to have, like, I mean, you, I guess you don't have to have a car, but, like, you, like, so you, clothes. Have, I mean, you gotta have, a, yeah, you gotta wear clothes, so, like, why not enjoy the clothes you wear? Why not wear your favorite, like, pair of Vans, or, you know, your favorite set of, like, we, we both just got glasses, by the way. Yeah, we, we both got new glasses. So, like, I'm just looking at her, and, like, the first, the first thing I thought of, we both got freshies on. Well, I needed, yeah, I was about to say, well, I needed um, new glasses, because I got a new prescription, but I could have just stayed with the old ones. Glasses, Didn't... that is ultimate not car person, not like um, decorating, but glasses. Yes. Form. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I picked, she had some influence on the style of frames I got. And function. These are real glasses. They're prescription. I swear. Even though some people don't uh, need glasses and they wear them anyway, even though they don't have a prescription for them. I'm not mentioning any names because I don't know any, but you know who you are. But we definitely do know these people. I'm not putting anyone on it's, blast. It's fine. It doesn't matter. He doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> if he did, that's his problem. But yeah, so I think independent of like that whole idea of like, oh, I'm the main character. Or maybe that is what it's about. I have no idea. I could be wrong. I'm old. But I, uh, I do feel like there is something really, really great about, you know, romanticize your own life. Because nothing will come of that but making you more happy and making you more confident. And you can do it in any way that you want. Here's a good example. Like, you're a big Wes Anderson person. Yeah. And you really like, um, like, aesthetic artsy films with, like, lots of pastel colors in them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, 
when when like a decent chunk of your Instagram feed looks like a Wes Anderson movie or it looks like it was ripped from her, like <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I was about to say, of course you can do that. So like so you can be like, oh I'm you know, I'm a Wes Anderson character today. I think I mentioned this to you before. Um so she got me back into not writing things down, but in particular journaling. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good example. Yeah. And specifically, it's a gratitude journal. And there's prompts and stuff. And it asks me to reflect on my day. And when mm. I do take my whole day as a whole and just remembering little every little tidbit, I did really feel like my own main character. Not that the world was like happening around me, but like I was a main centerpiece and then things happened around me. Like, it sounds Mm -hmm. like I got a big ego, but I'll be honest, I don't have a big ego. (laughs) I think I should grow it a little bit, but... But you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean. And when I think of people who have a big ego, you are not the person I think of. He's a Virgo. Eh, shout out to Rich Brian. I think that's a really great example that reflecting on your day and reflecting on the events that have happened, not just experiencing them as they come. I think that's another part of being intentional. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are some of the biggest, like, aesthetic things that you feel like are in a sense, purely frivolous, even though they're not. It could be the film app that we've uh, that I yeah. like to use. Um, I do romanticize the 90s, whether car um, style of, of skate videos, how mm-hmm. I edit my own skate videos. And just taking film photos in general. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it just adds that, that flavor. Yeah, I agree. And I, for me, like, I feel like we've mentioned my room enough times, but like, the way that my bedroom looks, I don't know. I just feel like it is such an opportunity to, like, give yourself the space that that you want. You know what I mean? Like, this is absolutely, like, I'm looking around my bedroom right now. This is absolutely the type of space that someone would put, like, a show or a movie or something like that. Rip out one wall and you have, like, a TV set. Yeah, people used to joke that my room looks like Ikea. No, that was me. Yeah, that was... Wait, that was you. Um, But other people started doing it because you said it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, people would always joke that my room looks like Ikea. Um, And also, like, my outfits. Your outfits. I always look some degree of absolutely extra. But, But here's the other thing, too, is I feel like your aesthetic is whatever you make it. So, to me, it's like, in terms of my outfits is a really good example... I dress in just, like, the fantasy version of what I want to wear. Like, there's nothing in my life that I want to wear that I don't wear. Like, there are people who are like, oh, I can't pull that off. Or, like, oh, I can't... I couldn't do that for that reason. Like, I I just don't think about that, and I wear it no matter what it is. Well, I'm the opposite, because I was just mentioning to you about, like, gray dickies. And because if you don't know me... You should get gray dickies. I have an illegal amount of black skinny jeans. (sighs) Well... Then maybe then maybe you need to listen what I'm to what I'm about to say because that is how I think about things too is that I'm just like oh like I, there's no reason for me to be like oh I can't pull that off or oh there's nothing like I can't I can't wear that because it's too extra or whatever it's like I wear stuff that I think people consider to be extra and guess what kind of negative effect it has on my life absolutely none the only the only thing is that I feel fantastic when I wear it which also means I don't wear stuff that is like uncomfortable like I don't walk around in heels. Most times. I don't, like, wear a bra most times either. Like I, like, I don't wear stuff that's uncomfortable for the sake of the aesthetic because that's not what aesthetic is to me. 
because aesthetic is a sensory experience. If all I did was look good and I didn't feel comfortable, that would not be satisfying. I am pretty, I do keep it pretty like, I guess, chill with my clothes. But I had mm-hmm. that, I think I told you a couple of weeks ago, um, how I drove my car so long as as it was like delivered from factory. Like mm-hmm. there weren't any exterior modifications to a point because, I don't know, I didn't want to be judged X, Y, Z or... I don't know, I didn't want to, I guess, um, ruin it, but I added my Um, own little flair, and, like, people could describe some of your clothes as extra, but it makes you feel good, and, like, the things I did to my car, like a wing or white wheels, like, it makes me feel really good. Yeah. So. I think so. And, and guess, and guess what the response is, like, for, for people who, like, are maybe afraid to, like, do the little extra things that would actually make you very happy, like, what, what is the response to that in public? You know, like, for me, it's literally just that, like, people will tell me that they like my outfit. That's literally it. Or, like, that's another, another example is the way I, like, cut my hair most times. Because I'm, I've had a shaved head, and then I also have, I guess, what could be described as pretty dramatic haircuts. I have, like, short hair with bangs right now. Mm-hmm. Or, like, people just coming up to me and being like, oh, your hair is great. I could never pull it off. Like, I get that. I get people telling me that, like, all the fucking time. Is people being like, oh, I love this, but I could never do it. Oh, I love your room, but, like, I could never decorate my room like that. I love your outfit, but I could never wear it. And I'm like, first of all, I'm not your life coach, but but also, like, you absolutely can. Here, I'm your life coach. You, if, if you tuned into the podcast, you're getting my advice for free. So what would you have to say to someone who's, I guess, more reserved and doesn't want to do thing X because they can't pull it off? What would you say to him? Well, to be honest, I would literally just ask, like, why not? It can be applied to something as small as pants or something as big as decorating your room or putting a cute sticker on your car. But I think I think the key is also just doing those things alone. Absolutely, it'll, it'll make your life a better experience. But I think the key is noticing those things and creating a special relationship in your mind to those things. Like, if you tell yourself that, like, lo-fi beats are going to put you in the mood to, like, do your homework and be happy about it, then they're going to help you do that. Because it's also not just about doing the thing that's going to make you happy. It's also about, like, having a good time while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. That reminds me. So we were at the skate park once, me and Jamie, and there was a, someone with a Bluetooth speaker. And they play. Yes. <laughs> you saw me get excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like this. It was called. It's full clip by Gangstar. Uh, it's from the DC Skate video. And but what did you say? What? What did you say when they put it on? What did I say? Say it. I, I you were like, this is like mid nineties. Oh yeah, it's like <laughs> mid nineties. And I was just, I was having like the time of my life because then you've seen skate videos. Like, I just felt like I was, I was in my own skate video. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like. Doing things that make you feel like you're in your own skate video or, like, doing things that make you feel like you're in your own little movie or, like, you're a character in a book. That's not going to do you any harm. And it's so easy to do. Just, like, try it out for one morning. Like, I feel like sometimes it's easy to do it when you give yourself a little time limit, too. It's like, it's like today I'm the main character. Or, like, today I'm a Wes Anderson character. I'm using Wes Anderson because I know you like Wes Anderson a lot. Today I am... <laughs> I'm in Twilight. Like, something... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, but it's like, you can give yourself, like, a little tester 
and then it, and then suddenly it like becomes easier. I treat myself like the main character of my own little book movie extravaganza whatever. It's a franchise every single day. <laughs> um, and it makes me feel happier. Just because you see it every day doesn't mean it's not special. That's what I mean by romanticizing your own life. Like, like think day. about the way that other people see you. That's a really great exercise, too, because you know how I was like, you know how we romanticize other people? Think about how other people see you. Like, like think about somebody who totally admires you and think about how they see you and try and think about yourself that way. Here's a great exercise. Think about a person who has a crush on you. What do you think they picture you doing when you're alone? Like, somebody who's got a crush on you, and, like, when, when someone's got a crush on me, I'm just like, oh, like, they probably picture me, like, you know, like, chilling out reading, having my tea, or whatever, and you, like, think about yourself in that way, it's wonderful. I don't know how you picture me when I'm <laughs> alone, but... Picture you... I'm not asking you to describe, but... Big tea cup, big tea, <laughs> big tea mug, warm room, big blanket. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> But that's because you know me. Think about how other people think about you. Or someone who wants to be you. Think about how people who are jealous of you picture you spending your time alone. Think about how people who are jealous of you think about what you wear. I mean, maybe jealousy is not a great motivator. Maybe it's not great to think that people should be jealous of you. Would it be a tiny bit of a Kickstarter, though? Maybe a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Mm. What do you think people who are jealous of you picture that you're doing in your spare time? Changing my oil? Like, I have, like, there are some younger kids I know, whether just from skating or just for, through the magic of everybody knowing each other on Instagram. And I've introduced people to getting hands-on with their car. Before, those people, they would take their car to, like, a, a shop, like, the dealership mm -hmm. or whatever to get things fixed. But I, I kind of, even though I don't know everything, um, I'm, a, I'm a great example of you can learn things. You can, yeah, I introduce... I can. Yeah, I introduced them into that world of you can get your hands dirty and figure it out and yeah. not have to pay someone else to do it. Maybe that's, yeah, I was going to say, maybe that's more the key is like not even just what you do, but think about how those people look at you. Think about how those people picture you. <laughs> and I'm not really one to, to be a big fan of like external validation and using external validation to like motivate your life. But I do think that sometimes when you're having trouble seeing yourself as a really special person that you absolutely are, it's, it can be helpful to like, to think about, you know, to try and see yourself through the eyes of others. If you guys have Spotify, look up My Life is a Movie. That's I'll link it below. That was the playlist she was talking about. Um, I do commercial delivery, so I'm in the car a lot and I, I listen to that playlist on the regular. It's very good. She, you, you will put it in the, in the link, description? Yeah, I'll link it in the description. Um, I will also link some lo-fi beats in the description. Or you know what? Maybe those won't work for you and you have your own way of feeling like you're in a movie and you can listen to whatever music makes you feel like you're in a movie. I think... Or a book, or... <laughs> I think music... For, okay, for me personally, I think like a two, two easy good ways to make your life a movie would be the music and also journaling. Journaling. For me, mm -hmm. that those two helped me a lot. And I think also, like, the last thing I want to add, picturing yourself as somebody who has, like, the stuff that you want. So, like, thinking about people on social media or, like, characters in, in different things. Like, thinking about yourself in the terms of being one of those people. 
Like, the way that people determine who gets to be that person is so arbitrary. Determining who gets to be, like, a social media star or a celebrity or who gets to, you know, be the person in the movie. Like, the way that that stuff is determined almost has no sense to it. So, like, pretending in your life to be one of those people for yourself, there's there's no reason not to. Really, there's no, there's nothing separating me from, like, a girl who's famous on the internet. There's nothing, like, there's nothing. I mean, the, the stuff that determines who gets to be the people whose lives get romanticized more often is honestly really arbitrary and it's has so much less calculation to it than maybe we would expect. So if you want to pretend to be one of those people for yourself, like absolutely do it. I mean, don't lie to people, but like, <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, just like in your, in your bedroom, in your head, you know, um, I will link all that stuff in the description. Come back next time. <laughs> maybe I'll be here. Maybe not. Who knows? He might be. I like him. I, I like him. I think I'll keep him. I messed up the first time, but this is the first time you're hearing oh me. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. Make sure you leave a review if you like it here. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a great day. Namaste. Namaste.